Hey, what's up? It's me, Craig, and you're tuned in to the morning show on CHMA 106.9 FM in Sacramento, New Brunswick. Hello, and welcome to Tantramar Report on CHMA 106.9 FM and chmafm.com. We're broadcasting from Sackville, New Brunswick, the heart of the Maritimes, on the traditional and unceded lands of the Mi'kmaq people. I'm David Gordon Koch. It's Wednesday, June 7th. Coming up on today's show. The action will ensure that New Brunswick has an option to claim against opioid manufacturers, distributors, and consultants. Uh, they can't be absolved from liability for the harm these drugs have done. This is a medical issue. Those were the voices of New Brunswick MLAs speaking about a bill that's working its way through the legislature. The proposed law would allow New Brunswick to join in a multi-million dollar class action lawsuit against more than 40 pharmaceutical industry players. It's meant to help recover money which the healthcare system has lost because of the deadly opioid epidemic. But questions remain about how the money will be used to address the cycle of addiction. We'll have more on that right after some news and information briefs. The results of the Higgs government's controversial review of Policy 713 are expected to be released as early as today. Policy 713 is a government policy on sexual orientation and gender identity in schools. It came into effect in 2020 under then-Minister of Education Dominic Cardi. It has the stated aim of creating minimum requirements for the safety of LGBTQ plus students in schools. The Higgs government launched the review following protests that critics say were fueled by misinformation and hate from far-right quarters, protests against the highly politicized review, and of the Higgs government's approach to issues of diversity and inclusion have popped up across the province, but Higgs has defended the review. The government has said it will look at whether parental consent is required when children wish to use a different name or pronoun in school, team sports for trans athletes, and access to bathrooms based on gender identity. On Tuesday, Minister of Education Bill Hogan told the Legislative Assembly that he expects to announce the results of the review this week. That was in response to a question from Liberal leader Susan Holt. We're going to continue to protect the rights of uh, this vulnerable community as we have been doing. There will be no changes in that. Uh, we're hopeful, uh, I'm hopeful that we'll, we'll bring our uh, improvements forward this week, hopefully by midweek. And uh, yes, we, we've consulted with constitutional experts. That was Education Minister Bill Hogan speaking in the legislature on Tuesday where he said he hoped re- the review of Policy 713 would be complete by midweek this week. And in community events, as reported on the Monday edition of Tanchmar Report, the Sackville Citizens Band is back together after prolonged COVID-19 hiatus. A concert is taking place this evening. It's the Sackville Citizens Band Spring Concert under the direction of a new music director, Robert McLeod. It's billed as a program of music that tells stories of longing, belonging, loss, and love. Admission is free with donations accepted to help cover expenses. That's tonight, Wednesday, June 7th at Brenton Auditorium in the Mount Allison Music Conservatory on Main Street. And now for today's main story. It's called the Opioid Damages and Healthcare Costs Recovery Act, a government bill that's making its way through the legislature with apparent support from all parties. If enacted, it would give the province authority to take part in a class action lawsuit launched by BC against opioid market players. British Columbia, ground zero for the deadly opioid crisis in Canada, first launched the class action lawsuit in 2018 on behalf of all federal, provincial, and territorial governments in the country. 
Last year, BC announced that it had arrived at a proposed settlement with Purdue Pharma Canada, a deal worth $150 million. The U.S.-based company Purdue Pharma is owned by the billionaire Sackler family and is perhaps best known as the manufacturer of OxyContin. The company declared bankruptcy in 2019 as it faced thousands of lawsuits worth billions in damages, claiming the company had misled the public about the addictive nature of OxyContin while aggressively promoting the potent semi-synthetic painkiller. In recent days, news broke that members of the Sackler family had won immunity from lawsuits linked to the opioid crisis, at least in the U.S., in exchange for a settlement worth $6 billion. Critics say the deal leaves the vast wealth of the Sackler family largely intact. Here in Canada, a number of provinces have recently passed legislation authorizing them to join a class action suit which goes beyond Purdue Pharma. According to the government of British Columbia, Purdue is just one among more than 40 manufacturers and distributors named in the class action, which commenced in 2018 and is scheduled for a certification hearing this year. The bill went through second reading in the New Brunswick legislature on Tuesday, and so far it appears to have the support of all parties. Here's Minister of Health Bruce Fitch introducing the legislation last month. Mr. Speaker, this act gives the authority to New Brunswick, for New Brunswick, to participate in the BC class action suit. The action will ensure that New Brunswick has an option to claim against opioid manufacturers, distributors, and consultants, including supporting British Columbia and other Canadian governments in the class action lawsuit, or, if necessary, in the future, consider bringing forward an action here in the province of New Brunswick. That was Minister of Health Bruce Fitch introducing Bill 58 in May. When the bill went to second reading on Tuesday, the Liberal Party's Moncton Centre MLA Robert McKee called it an important piece of legislation. We support this bill and its intent to recover opioid-related costs to our healthcare system. For too long, Big Pharma and the manufacturers of highly addictive drugs have shrugged off their responsibilities to inform physicians and the public of the dangerous addictive nature of opioids. Hopefully, lawsuits like the BC class action for Canada will not only help us recover some of the costs associated with the opioid addiction, but will send a message to Big Pharma and the manufacturers, distributors, and consultants of the opioid industry that they can't be absolved from liability for the harm these drugs have done. That was Moncton Centre MLA Robert McKee. Local Green Party MLA Megan Mitten, the Green Party's health critic, also expressed support for the bill on Tuesday. She said funds from such litigation should go towards resources such as safe consumption sites. She also called for safe supply services, which are meant to provide an alternative to the oftentimes deadly supply of hard street drugs available on the open market. We need to ensure that these people are not criminalized. Uh, This is a medical issue and we should be dealing with it in a way that uh, treats it. Um, And so we know right off the bat, though, that if someone... Um, is using um, some substances and wants to go to detox, really hard to get in. Then even if they manage to go through detox, um, really hard to get into rehab. That was local MLA Megan Mitten speaking to the legislature on Tuesday. CHMA also reached out to local residents via the Facebook group Sackville Locals and Community Info to get their take on this issue. Local resident Sean Cunningham had this to say, Any such funds should go directly into programs which benefit those harmed by addiction and the services required to overcome and heal. Such services and programs should be determined and developed by those who have more expertise in the matter of addiction than governments or I will ever have, which is to say those 
that have worked directly with addicts and those who suffer from addiction themselves. Adding the money to general revenue, as is the habit of our current government in NB or to other budgetary lines, would just be a way to profit from suffering exactly like the opioid manufacturers have done themselves. That comment comes from Sean Cunningham. And here's a comment from Tim Reifenstein, another local resident. He says, the more the merrier when it comes to jurisdictions and class actions. Medical professional associations should also be held accountable too. Let us know what you think about this issue. Get in touch with CHMA News anytime at news at chmafm.com. And that's it for Tantramar Report for this Wednesday, June 7th. Thanks to the local donors who support the station and the local journalism initiative for funding local news reporting throughout Canada. Again, you can reach CHMA News anytime at newschmafm.com. I'm Dave Gordon-Koch. Thanks for listening. Hi everyone, my name is Ellen Pickle from Tidewater Books and Browsery in beautiful downtown Sackville and you're listening to CHMA 106.9 in Sackville, New Brunswick. And now the weather. Today, periods of rain, fog patches dissipating near noon, amount 5 to 10 millimeters, wind northeast 20 kilometers an hour gusting to 40, Becoming light earlier this morning, high of 12, UV index 1 or low. Tonight, periods of rain, amount 2 to 4 millimeters, low of 9. Tomorrow, Wednesday, cloudy with 60% chance of showers, high of 13. The Town of Tantramar Kids Summer Program's registration is now open. Enjoy programs such as Trailblazers Camp, Multisport, Basketball, Crafty Creations, Junior Einstein, Kids in Motion, Run Club, and so many more. For the full online summer activities guide and registration, visit sackville.com slash programs. Do you have a teen at home who loves to play basketball? The Tantrum Regional High School Gymnasium will be hosting a drop-in teen basketball program every Tuesday and Thursday until July 27th for high school students born 2009 or later. Stop by between 6.30 and 8 p.m. to take part in this free program. For more information, contact Coach Andrew Sharp, that's Andrew R.W. Sharp with an E, at yahoo.com. That's Andrew R.W. Sharp with an E at yahoo.com. Paola Gonzalez from Salvation Army Thrift Store and you are listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Saville, New Brunswick. And yes, that's right. You're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. Welcome to the morning show. It's currently 9.11 and I'm your host, Craig. I'm going to take you from now and take you to 10 Yes, I take you to 10 a.m. That's how we roll from 7.30 a.m. to 10. So I just want to get in some quick local announcements. Then we get into the tunes. Yeah, we get into the tunes after that. So 
just want to say that there is the Town of Tanjima Kids Summer Programs Registration, which is open, and you get to enjoy programs such as Trailblazers Camp, Marty Sport, Basketball, Crafty Creations, Junior Einstein, Kids in Motion, Run Club, and so many more. For the full online summer activities guide and registration, visit sacral.com forward slash program programs. I think we also have the open mic, our Sacral Writers Open Mic. So an open mic event for writers of all ages, styles, and backgrounds will be held on Sunday, June 25th between 3 and 4.30 p.m. at the Bill Johnston Memorial Park Centre in Sackville. Come out and read your poems, short stories, comics, novels, plays, essays, Twitter posts, stand-up comedy, or whichever writing style you embrace. Keep it respectful and inclusive, but otherwise anything goes. Read your own work or someone else's or just come to listen. All are welcome. Tea and cookies will be provided. For more information on this event, to submit your and to submit your images and video in advance, please contact Laura Watson at Laura Watson Artwork at gmail.com. That's L A U R A W A T S O N at artwork at gmail.com. So that's Laura Watson Artwork at gmail.com. So, yeah, um, that's a couple of announcements for you. So, coming up, we have a train gazing by Sam Willis and Arhani Monsi. It's coming up. So yeah, um, that's the song. Maybe I'd never know your name. But still I'm filled with fascination. And as the platform falls away, I wonder where we'll go. Maybe you like coffee with a cigarette In the morning as you watch the sunrise And hold your friends and lovers close Silently I wanna
And that was Sometimes I Cry by The Honest Guy. And before that, we had Train Gazing by Sam Wills and Honey Muncy. So, yeah, those are some amazing, amazing tunes that we had there. And it's currently 9.20, uh, almost 9.21. And, yeah, you're still listening to The Morning Show. You're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sacramento, New Brunswick with your host, uh, Craig. So, yeah, let's just get back into the tunes. Let's just get back into the tunes. Uh, coming up next, we have um, Mutual Mutual by Flozek. And then coming up after that, we have Why by Lunao. I'm at home, feeling bold. Hit you up, what's the move? Back and forth, I ignore. It seems like we both like the silly games we play. Are you running away? I can't even tell sometimes you come and you stay. But you're looking good, girl, can't even fake. At the end of the day, I still love you. There's no doubt about it. Are you good for my health? Oh, thinking if I never see you again, would I go overboard and stay holding my breath? Never that you fell in love. Remember that ever since then we've been attached. I got those flowers for you. I adore you. You know that. Stuck with you for a while. Wake up to your smile. Love and hate relationship. That's us now. Cause are you running away? I can't even tell sometimes you come and you stay But you looking good, girl, you can't even fake At the end of the day, I still love you There's no doubt about it I just wanna treat you to know, truth be told, you my baby, you my baby. We could never, we could never go apart, go apart, go apart, go apart. You have my heart. Always that good 
by flows like and yeah some amazing tunes some amazing songs that are my personal favorites here um, since i've been at sesame so yeah i hope you like them and what we have as some local announcements so we if uh exercise your kids imagination at a dungeons and dragons camp this summer six week long sessions will be offered for kids ages 11 to 14 starting july 10th and will be held at the Tantrum Art Veterans Memorial Civic Center Lounge. Professional Dungeon Master Dave Bartlett will guide new and experienced players through a 15-hour scenario during the five days chosen for each group's unique experience level and age range. Registration and full details can be found at circle.com forward slash programs. So yes, that's the circle.com forward slash programs. So we have... Um, Atlantic Wildlife Summer Camps filling up. So the Atlantic Wildlife Institute Summer Camp registration is 
currently open and some camps are starting to fill up for the summer. The child will have an amazing time exploring nature on their 120 acres of diverse habitat along the Tantrama River. They will explore stre- they will explore streams, ponds, forests, bugs, slime, um, plants and animals and discover more about the beautiful ecosystem we share. Camp for three different age groups from kindergarten to grade six will be offered holding different activities for each age group. This year an extensive two week camp will be held for campers from ages six to nine for registration for registration registration forms and more information email info at atlanticwildlife.ca and visit their facebook page at facebook.com forward slash atlantic wildlife so yes uh just letting you know that the atlantic wildlife summer camp is filling up and if you still want to have an opportunity for for your kids to to take part yeah go register yes uh, at info at atlanticwildlife.ca coming up though coming up we have frozen by tomorrow tell myself little 